Okay, Tov. All right, so today is what's today? June 21st. And it is Daf Lamid Vav and Gitin. We stopped on Lamid Ham with bed a few lines from the bottom. Yesterday we were in the middle of a conversation. Uh, if a person who's coming to ask for Hatarat Nedarim, come to the Chacham, to the rabbi to ask to give Hatara, does he have to be Tzarich Lefaret et Neder? Does he need to give the Pratim, the details surrounding the circumstances of why he made such a Neder? Yes or no, Mahlouk. In, in order for the in order, in order for the, the rabbi to give hatara, does he have to to specify the details? Rav Nachman said no. Rav Papa said yes. Okay, okay, that's what we, that, that was the Mahlouk. And now we're going to go back and forth and try to figure out. So Rav Nachman is the no. That's easy to remember. The nun is no. Okay, Rav Papa is yes. Okay, so here we go. Tnan. Hanosen Ashim be'avira person who marries a woman that he's not allowed to marry. And this particular person over here that we're discussing is a Kohen. So he's a Kohen that marries somebody he's not allowed to. Let's say he's married to a girl, a divorcee. Mm-hmm. Kohen marries a divorcee. Says the Mishnah, Pasul to do Avodan Beit HaMikdash. He's not allowed to work. Ad sheidor hana'ah. Okay? Okay, until he takes a vow to make this girl asur to him in hana'ah, then he will be allowed to do Avodan Beit HaMikdash. Now, Vitani Allah, here you go. He's not divorced yet. He just made the vow to make her asur to him. So I'm saying in order to be, to be kasher, he's got he's to divorce. Going to have to divorce her. But if he's in Beit HaMikdash, you'll see right now, listen to two more lines, you'll understand. Vitani Allah, with Baraita explaining this Mishnah that says, Noder, Oved Yored, Umigaresh. He makes the vow, we let him work, and then he comes off the Mizbeach, finishes his Avodah, and he goes and he divorces her. So he can do the avodah while he's still married if he took a vow to make her asutin. Good? That's what it says. Mm-hmm. And the assumption is that once he makes the vow, that's it. It's over, right? says, now, If you tell me, I don't have to give the details of surrounding the circumstances of why I took this vow. We should be concerned. He's going to go to the rabbi after he finished doing Avodah Beit HaMikdash and get a Tarat Nedarim because he doesn't need to make the details of why he took the Nedarim. All he do is, I said, I, I made this vow that this girl's asur to me. And the rabbi says, Mutarim lachem, mutarim lachem, mutarim go. Time out. He didn't have to ask why did you make the Nedarim. If, if he had to be mefaret, the Nedarim, the details, the rabbi would never give Hatara, right? The fact that you tell me that we, oh, we do not have to, we do, I'm sorry, we allow this person to do Avodah Beit HaMikdash Means that we are not, we are are going to be hayav to be give the details because the rabbi is never going to not never, never going to give him hatara if he understood why he made the vow, right? If he made if he understood that the reason he made the vow is because the girls are sort him, he's a kohen married to Gerusha, and the guy had to say that to the rabbi because he has to explain why he made the neder, then that's why we'll allow him to do avodah beta mikdash. Because no way the rabbi is going to get him, let him get away with that, right? He's going to yeah. absolutely tell him, sorry, no hatara for you, right? But if he doesn't need to give details, I should not let him do bit avodah bet mikdash. Because if I do let him, he's going to go, coming down from his avodah, go to the right. rabbi, get hatara, and he's still married to the, to the girl. He's the avodah, no good. You with me? I'm with you, but he can, he, he can afterwards, right after, he does his, he's going to divorce the girl, no? That's why we let him do the avodah. But if he, he doesn't want to divorce her, why is he married to the Girusha? He loves her. He doesn't, want to, he doesn't want to divorce her. But he, wants to, he also wants to be a Kohen. He also wants to do the Avodah Mikdash. So if he can have his cake and eat it too, he's going to try to do that. Okay. So he's going to try to go to do Avodah and then try to go get Hatara. Yeah. Now, if he doesn't need to explain why he made the vow, he might actually get the Hatara. And therefore, the girl becomes right. mutar to him. He's still married and he did the Avodah. He had his cake and he ate it too. 
No good. Loophole. And therefore, must be that he does have to be, you do have to give the details in order to allow the guy to do the avodah without having to worry about him trying to get atara. It's because he does have to give the details. And once the minute he tells the rabbi, when the rabbi says, I have a, you know, I made a vow, a vow this girl's asur to me, the rabbi's going to tell me, tell me why you made that vow. Oh, you know, because I'm a kohen. Okay, so, no, but she's a Giddush. Oh, she's a Giddush. Get out of here. I'm not giving you a tarah. Go home. Go divorce her. Right? Right. Okay, fine. Fine. So the one I answers back, no, not necessarily true. Okay, we make him make the vow in public. Okay? And therefore, we, we, which means we, once we force him to vow in public, there is no hatara. Okay? A public vow doesn't have hatarat nidarim. The rabbi can't undo a vow that you've made in public. At least according to this opinion. And therefore, yeah. I don't know that it has to be mefaret the nidr. No problem. It could very well be that he doesn't have to be mefaret the nidr. Why do we let him do the avodah? Because he can't get hatara out of this type of nidr. Why? Because we made him vow in public. You have a valid answer according to the opinion that says that a, a vow that was made in public can't have hatara. There's still an opinion that says it's an it's an it's a machloket. If you had uh, made he made a vow in public, can it get hatara from the rabbi? Yes or no? It's a machloket. So if you hold no, you have a valid answer. You're right. I can't prove from this yeah. case of the kohen doing the avodah that we would be sarich because you could tell me the reason why we let the guy do avodah is because he's not getting hatara because he vowed in public. But there is an opinion that says even in public, which is the halakha, even in public, you still get hatara. You can go to the rabbi and get hatara. Also, and you get hatara from the rabbi. So, what are you going to do with that scenario? So, the rabbi says, "Okay." According to this opinion, we don't make him vow in public. Rather, we make him vow in public on the uh, on the consent of the of the uh, public. What does that mean? It says the Amar two more lines that I'll explain to you. The Amar Amemor Hil Chetad Alacha is Afil Man the Amar Nedeshehudar Barabim Yeshlo Hafara Al Daat Rabim En Lo Hafara. Okay. Even according to the opinion, it says that if you made a vow in public, you could still get Hafara. But someone who was vowed on the in, the uh, intention of the Kahal that has no Hafara. What does that mean? Rashi top of the page. Rashi says Al Daat Rabim Kach Yomrulo. This is what they tell him. Hare Anu Madirim Otcha Al Daatenu. Okay, you are making the vow based on what we are thinking, not what you're thinking. Okay, and once we have the public thought in there, there's no way to get hafara. You have no idea what every single guy was right. thinking at the time that you made the neder, and therefore there's no hafara. Everyone agrees that someone who's making a vow al daat rabim cannot get out of it, and therefore you, we have a way to explain this case of the kohen without being sarich lefaretet neder. He didn't have to give the details. The, what we did was the guy's married to a Girusha. He walks into the, to the door of Beit Hamikdash. It's his week to work this week. And we tell him, "Oh, time, Habibi, you're married to this right now." Neder al Daat Rabim in front of us right now. Daat Rabim that you're going to that you, this girl's asur to you. He makes the vow. We let him work. Why? Because even if he goes afterwards to tries to get hafara, he can't get hafara. No matter what he does, there's no way out of that vow. And the girls are sore to him now, so he's going to have to divorce her. Finish. So we'll let him do the avodah. All that without being having to give the details of why he made the vow. And therefore, you have no proof from this case that you have to give details when you come to give to give me katara. Okay, fine. Says the Magran now, All this that we're talking about, this vow that we said a, a, a neder or vow that was made, al daat rabim, has no hafara, that's when you made a vow on something that was voluntary. Aval mitzvah, yesh lo hafara. 
Okay? Well, if what the vow was about was actually a mitzvah, even, a, even on Da'at Rabim we can make hafara. Why? Because when it's a voluntary item, right? So I'm thinking about X and you're thinking about Y and you think about Z and everyone's thinking about their own things. But when it's a mitzvah that you've oh, made the vow, universal. Again, it's universal. Everybody's yeah. obligated in the mitzvah. So even yeah. Da'at Rabim, yeah. you can get a hafara. And, gives, and he gives an example. Ki hahi makre dardike, this teacher. The Adre Rav Aha al Daat Rabim, they have a Pasha Beinuke. Because Rav Aha made this guy vow on Daat Rabim to never teach again. He was the teacher and he, he was beating the kids. Pasha Beinuke, right? He was beating them up a little too harshly, okay? And Rav Aha made him vow to never teach again. Al Daat Rabim. What happened? The Ahadre Ravina. Ravina brought him back and made him the teacher again. We gave him hafara on the vow, hafara on the vow. Because they couldn't find a teacher that was as perfect as him. And when it came to teaching the kids, he was fantastic. He was a little too strict. He was beating the kids a little bit too hard. Okay, but, but, but the kids were learning. No other teacher could teach the kids as well as him. And therefore, even though he made a vow on that, I mean, it was a mitzvah of Talmud Torah, they overrid the, the vow and they, and they undid this vow even though it was Da'at Rabim. So you see, when it's regarding a mitzvah, even a mitzvah that was done all Da'at Rabim can have hatara. Okay, fine. Next. The Mishnah told us that we let the Edim sign on the get because it's going to cause, a, it's going to fix some issues that were going on. Okay. It says, question mark. What? It's Tikkun Olam, that's why? It's Pasuk. What? Pasuk from Yirmiya. This is when Hashem uh, was going to, uh, was about before the Galut, and Hashem, you know, there were, Hashem was sort of a consolation nivuah. He told Yirmiya, go to your uncle, purchase the field, write the contract, even though you're going into Galut, it's part of, you're going to come back, you're going to see it. Uh, so, and it says over there, write the contract and hatom, sign it. It's in the Pasukim in Yirmiya. So, so it's not deoraita. It's from the Nevi'im, but fine. It's yeah, clearly in the pasuk. Yeah, it's not. It's not. So he says now, Amar No, the tikkun haolam that we're talking about in Al Mishnah was for the Biel Azar. The Amar Ede Mesira Karte. Remember, the Biel Azar's opinion was you don't need to have edim on the on the on the get. You need to have two edim watch the get delivered. Not the signatures. And therefore, for him, Tikkun HaOlam, let's have the Edim sign on the get. So what's the Tikkun HaOlam for him? He says, Okay? Because you know what might happen? Think about this for a second. The girl comes and brings witnesses that she's divorced. She has the two Edim that watched the get being delivered. But guess what? You know what? The husband could technically claim in that scenario... I never wrote a get. It's forgery. Yeah, very nice. She was delivered a get. Not for me. I didn't write it. How do we know? How do we know if the get was written by, by the husband? So, we, put, we make Edim sign on the get. So now we have Edim that saw the get being written and can come and testify. Yes, you did. I was there and here's my signature. Right, because without yeah. it, all we, all the girl, the girl produces two Edim that says she got the get, but the husband could still claim, I never wrote this get. So for the fix of that problem, we'll make Edim sign on the get. Okay? Inami, another possibility. Maybe the Edim Mesira are not going to be here. They're going to go overseas. And now the girl, the girl has no proof even that she even got the get. So we don't want that to happen. But one second. Uh, the receipt. 
you say the Zimnin, the Maike Sade. Yeah. That's not saying that it was a forgery. That's saying that the, the witnesses could die, right? No. No, look at Ashi. Look at Ashi. Look at Ashi. Ashi says, F was all the way up, all the way up. See it? That they would bring, that they would bring. Right. She's going to bring the The husband says, I need right to get. No, 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 no. The girl brings Edem Misira that she's divorced. Very nice. You're divorced. Very nice. You receive you received the get. That's great. Says the husband, it's nice that she received the get. It wasn't from me. I didn't write any get. But well, where did you get what does my term mean? Bring. Uh-huh. Bring. She brought Edem Misira. Yeah? Okay. Okay, fine. So that's the first tikuna ulam for the B for, for the Biel Azad. Okay, Inami says the gram. This guy says it different anyway. This uh this Gemara has it different. Oh yeah, what did he write? I don't know. He's not explaining Rashi. Rashi clearly says. No, but I think maybe Rashi's saying it's two parts. They it died, the and now the husband says the uh, that the whole thing was a fake. I don't know. It says here, Yeah. Ah, uh, they want to say they die, Lama? I don't know. I like yours better, to be honest, but that's what it's going to say. Yeah, they don't need to die for this to happen. The husband just to say, I never wrote to get. What's the matter? Right, because the Misira guys have no idea what was. Doesn't right. necessarily, the Misira guy doesn't ever remember. The two guys were standing there and they saw the guy get a get. Right? The no, Shaliach, no, no, no. Shaliach delivers a get. Remember, we talked about this right. before. Shaliach delivers a get. Right. In front of how many people does he have to deliver it? Oh, two, or oh, three. Mahloket, two or three. Very nice. So those two guys, or those three guys, all they saw is the girl receive a get. They don't know anything. Right? The one guy says, if he does that. And then these guys are here, say, Edem Mesira. Very nice. And now this guy, this, the, the, actually, actually, no, no, maybe they're right. Maybe he's right. Okay. Yeah. You know, because maybe Mighty has to be mean over here, die. Because it does mean to bring, but but it could be die because because we said earlier, if you remember, that if one the one 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 witness comes from overseas and says the Baal is not allowed to be me'ar'ir anymore. So if she if the if the Edem Isirat die and are not here to tell us that the guy said in front of us they're not here anymore. So now the the husband could be he could be mad air he could be mad air he could contest it yeah 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 I agree yeah, yeah fair thank you Yofi Yofi good good okay good tikuna fine tikuna rabbanam edech hatiman v'le tikuna olam the zimni demaiti saadeh yeah inami inami another possibility zimni the as the lemdinat ayam fine they go they're not here they they're not here to answer us same story same story they're not here right no I don't know. It's the same thing. Not What's right? the yeah? It's the same thing. What's the difference? They're dead or they're not here? Just tell me they're, they're not here. Uh, it's the same thing. My Dale ben Adul Yam to die. It's Saying the same thing twice. I don't know. Uh-huh. Okay, fine. Uh-huh. Yeah, no, it's the same thing. What's the difference? It's the same thing. It's just that they can be contested. They have to be gone. They have to be gone. So once they're dead in the Medinat I don't know. Todavar. Okay. No, you can say the Medina Tayyam, you can still send them a telegram. Or maybe they're going to come back? Okay, you know, maybe. Mashmala, no. Right, all right, fine. Either way, it's Tikkun Alam for sure to have the Edim inside the get, because then I can at least verify the document without the Edim Isira. 
don't have to worry about it anymore, right? And it's a legitimate document. Right, exactly. Okay. Rav Yosef, I'm a, no. I feel a we can even explain the tikkun ha'olam of signing on the get, even according to the bimeir who says that edei chatima are required. The get's invalid without them according to the bimeir, and I still say tikkun ha'olam. How? He says hitkinu shi'ah edim mefarishim shmotehem begitin mipnei tikkun ha'olam. What they, the takana was that we made them specify their names inside the get. Meaning what? We were used to allow them to sign on the get. Technically, without their name, we'll see in a second. Kiditanya, like the Baraita says, Barishona, originally, Hayakotev, Ani Ploni, Hatamti Et. Okay? Without a name. That's exactly what they would write. Exactly like you see it. Yes, yes, yes. I, I, Ploni, was a witness. And the other guy, I, Ploni, was a witness. Why? Because I don't need to know who the witnesses were. I just need to know there were witnesses. That's all I needed to know. There were witnesses. I don't care who he was. What's the difference? It's very hard okay. to prove it. But Fine. Okay. But there were witnesses. And therefore, if they were able to verify the handwriting by comparing it to some other document, so we know who this guy was. But if they weren't able to validate this, this handwriting from somewhere else, even though it said, I'm plony so-and-so signed it without my name on it, so then I would still say, maybe it's a forgery. I have no idea who this so-and-so. Maybe it's two guys. Maybe it's, she did it herself. I have no idea. And therefore, Amara ban Gamliel, takana gedolait kinu shiu mafrishin shmotehem begitin mipnetikun haolam. Okay? Sign and print. Right, right, exactly. Print your name and sign. Exactly right. No, that's exactly what he's saying. Print and sign. We need to know your name, your father's name, right, Yosef, Ben, Uven, Hatamti, Ed. Okay? The one that says, time out. Just a signature is not enough. Simana would be a siman, right? Technically a scribble that people do with their signatures. They can't barely read it. Is that not good enough? Rav, when he would sign a document, would just draw a fish. Rabbi Hanina would draw a palm tree. Rav Chizda would write a samich. Rav Hoshaya would write an ayin. Rav Chizda, samich. Right? Oh, sorry, I skipped the line. Rabba Ravhuna Sayy Markota, the sale, the sale of a boat. Yeah. Okay? And therefore you see what? That, that that just a scribble should be enough technically. My signature is valid enough without me having to be mefaresh my name. So what do you mean it's takana? So he says, no, no, shani rabbanan de bikiin simanai hu meikara. Okay? Simanim simanai. Now you can't bring me an example from a rabbi. Everybody knows the rabbi's signatures. Right. Right? Everyone right. knows what Chalvadia's signature looks like yeah, in your head. Yeah. We've seen it, you know what it is, right? People know their signatures. So the Gemara says, okay, that works, you know, after it was already, uh, you know, distributed all over the place, and everyone sees a fish, they know that that's Rav, but when he did it the first time, how, do, how, would he do, how was he able to do that? Because you're telling me now that we have to, be, we have to know, it's Tikkun HaOlam, so the first time he ever drew a fish, how are we supposed to know it's Rav, right? Mikara, b'may afki'inu, what says, says the Gemara, b'diske, What's diske? Says Rashi. Rashi says tissue sheilotu tissue vote. Right, non 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 bet din documents. They would write letters. How are you? Well, or the or the weekly newsletter. You know, in, in the shul, things that they were sending around, and they, it was started. So it started to become famous that this particular symbol belonged to this particular rabbi. And then after that, they were allowed to use it on documents. But prior to that, they would not have been, been allowed to use it on document. And therefore, what we say over here that the tikkun haolam was, we need to know who the witnesses were. That's the tikkun haolam. 
So right. if we don't know the guy's not a famous guy, we don't know his signature, he has to be Mefaresh's name. If he's somebody that we know, very famous signature, we'll allow him to put his signature on it. Once we know who it is, that's the Tikkun Aulam. We can go and ask them, hey, tell me about this document. You saw it, it was written, it was Lishma, it was not Lishma. She got it, she didn't get it. I need all the details, please tell me. So once I know who to go talk to, that's the Tikkun Aulam. Mm-hmm. Fine. Okay. Hillel Hitkin Trusbul. Okay, and the Mishnah told us that Hillel was set up. He set up this prusbul, which we know is a document that that uh, that the rabbis instituted. We'll see how it works exactly in order to be able to collect debts after shemitah from the Torah. Anybody who makes a loan in any of the six years prior to shemitah, the money would be automatically canceled at the end of the seventh year, assuming he hasn't collected it yet. And once it's canceled, you're not allowed to collect it anymore. So the Torah says, open pasuk, right? Right? right, and you don't want to lend money because Shemitah is coming, and you think it's going to be canceled, right? Right, open your hand and give the don't give the money anyway. That's what Torah says. Don't say Shemitah is coming. I'm not going to make loans. And and what happened? People were doing that anyway. They were transgressing. They were not lending money in the yeah. sixth year. And without, without, without credit in the business industry, it's very difficult. Sure. Business, business, business dries up. You can't have credit. Issues, issues. So the rabbis were metakin, prusbul. Now we have to see how this works, because technically they're overriding a deoraita law that says loans are canceled, and we're not going to cancel them. So we have to figure out exactly the mechanics of this document, and why is it valid. So here we go. Tanan hatam. Says over there, Mishnah, Prusbul, Eno Mishamet. Okay, if a person has a Prusbul, then the document, the loan will not be canceled in Shemitah. This is one of the takanot of the original, the Hillel Azaken, the father of the Hillel Bet Hillel, the, the one. Okay. Okay, he saw people stopped lending to each other in the sixth year. Right? They were transgressing the open pasuk that says, hey, be careful, make sure you're not going to think in your brain and you're not going to say out loud, oh, I'm not lending in sixth year. Okay, he went and he made this takana of prusbul. Manasseh says, This is the text that must be in the prusbul. What is it? Mosreni lachem. I am handing over to you. Ploni, ploni adayanim, right? The the edim, the, the uh, judges, so and so judges. Shebebekom ploni in the town of so and so. Shekol chov sheyeshli etzel ploni. That any debt that I have by Mr. So and so, egvenu kozman sheertse. And then the judges will sign on the bottom of the document, or witnesses will sign on the bottom of the document, basically saying that the, the creditor is handing over all the rights of, of this loan to the Bet Din, and now Bet Din, he actually acts as a shaliach of Bet Din to collect the debt. That's what happens. As opposed to him being the money owed to him, the money is now owed to Bet Din. And therefore, when it says in the Torah that, that uh, you're going to cancel your debts, that's between you and your friend. But the debt to Betin, that's not in the Torah. So we turn the, de- the debt into, from a personal debt into a public debt. The public debt belongs to the Betin, and therefore Shemitah doesn't cancel that anymore, and the Betin will allow you to collect your debt. That's how it works. Okay? When you I have says, to do anything after that? Do you have to do anything? Like, Nothing. Do you have to give that money to Betin? Nope, 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 nope. Absolutely not. It's all yours. And that's I why the. Even though I'm 
I'm saying I'm collecting for Beit Din. That's correct, and I get to keep it. And we'll see exactly right now. The one going to explain why that works. Okay. So he says, "Umi ika midi demid deoraita mishamta sheviit vitkin hilel dulo mishamta." I don't understand. Hillel was standing on Har Sinai and he erased this pasuk from the Torah that says that the loans are, uh, that you're not allowed to collect. <laughs> How does he have the right to do this? From the Torah, the loan is canceled. What do you mean? You're telling me? What a line. <laughs> so, okay. What is he doing? Is this like right? one of the most famous cases for uh, Tikkun Olam? Well, yeah, this is one of, one of, the, one of yeah, there's a few that we saw also in, the, in, in yeah. Yevamot, yeah. but yes, this is one of them. I mean, this is a ma- massive, huge. this is a huge, huge change. And think about yeah. what's happening in the business industries from the, time, from the times, of, let's say, uh, we entered into Eretz Israel until the times of Hillel, which is almost uh, 1,500 years, or 1800, yeah. the loans are canceled, that's it. All of a sudden, Hillel gets up. Imagine the first year when this so Takana goes so into effect. Imagine what's going on, right? Uproar, right? No, no, what are you talking about, right? But that's what happened. And when I was asking, I don't understand. How is Hillel just erasing Psukim in the Torah? What do you mean? So Amar Abaye, no, no, I'll tell you why. Bishvi'it bizman hazeh. Virbihi. Okay? It's Shvi'it. When it's, we're talking about Shemitah, that was rabbinical Shemitah. It wasn't Deoraita Shemitah. Apparently, and it's the opinion of Rabbi. Now, how do we have Deoraita Shemitah versus the Rabbanan Shemitah? He says, Detanya, Rabbi Omer, Ze Devara Shemitah Shamot. Okay, that's a pasuk from the Torah. Pasuk says like this. I read it to you. It says, Ze Devara Shemitah Shamot Kobal Mashe Yado Ashe Yashebereu Lo Yigoset Reu Et Achiv Kikara Shemitah Lavonai. Pasuk says, This is the laws of Shemitah. Shamot. This is the laws of the cancellation. Cancel. What's this double cancellation? It says these are the laws of cancellation. Cancel. Torah is talking about two types of cancellations. What are they? One of them is the land. Stopping the work of the land, which we know is automatic. in The other one is this idea of loans canceling. Those are the two things that go on in Shemitah. And therefore, there says Rabbi, there's a hekesh in this pasuk between the two of them. Bizman she'ata mishamet karka, ata mishamet ksafim. Bizman she'iata mishamet karka, iata mishamet ksafim. So when you are being noheg shemitah of the land, where you're not going to work the land, that's when the loans will be canceled. When you are uh, are, are not going to be working the land, then from the Torah, the loans are also not canceled. They go hand in hand. Okay, they go together, and if you're not doing one, you don't need to do the other. So apparently, they were not doing Shemitah of the land. We'll have to see now in a minute why. Okay, and since they were not, so then the loans were not being canceled from the Torah either. And therefore, uh-huh. he, he was allowed to say, right, that we don't have to uh, have the loans canceled anymore. So look at Rashi for a minute. He says, Hitkin Hillel, Rashi says, Delot the akar davar min Torah. He uprooted something. So when I answered back, b'shviit b'zman azeh, says Rashi, the Hillel k'ribi svirale. Hillel holds like the B, right? They're really the other way around. There should be the B is holding like Hillel. But anyway, the Amar Shaviit Lehishtamet Malve, right? That when you say that Shaviit is going to cancel loans, Milve Bizman Hazeh, the Rabbananu, nowadays when it's rabbinical. Now, the Afal Gav, the Hillel, the Bait Sheni Hava, I know you're going to ask me a question. What are you talking about? Hillel was in the times of Beit HaMikdash. Svira Lela Abaye, the Bait Sheni, Ho'il Velo Haya Yovel Noheg, Lona Gushmitin. 
Okay? He's holding that since Yovel was not in effect during the second temple period, so Shemitah was also not in effect. Now, what's Yovel? Yovel is the seventh, right? The seven Before cycles of Shemitah. Jubilee, right? right, the 50th yeah, yeah. year is Yovel. Okay? So he says, And when you can tell me, oh, but the Gemara says that we did count the Yovels in order to have Shemitah, that's Midrabanan Ka'amar. It's all rabbinical. Okay, Okay, so he said, I found that written also, that they're comparing the two, two Shemitahs in the Pasuk, one Yovel, because Yovel also you don't work the land, and the other one is Shemitah, so when you don't have Yovel, you don't have Shemitah. Right, that's the Midrash. Do we have do we have Shemitah when we don't have Yovel? Then that's a Mahlok. And again, Yovel we don't have because requirement one of the requirements of Yovel is that all of Am Yisrael will be in Eretz Yisrael, or at least the majority of Am Yisrael will be in Eretz Yisrael, which we're so really, really close to, but not yet. So, no, but in this time, that was definitely not the case. By Cheney, we definitely did not have the majority of Am Yisrael in Israel. With the majority, we're still in Bavel. Okay, so we're saying that because we don't have the, the, the Yovel, yeah. we don't have the Shemitah. That's correct. That's what he wants to say over here. That's so what this means. Yeah. Okay. One more Rashi. Right? When the land, the Kiddushah of the Aretz was cancelled, Right then, the, then, then you don't have to cancel loans. Time out. Shemitah uh, of the land. I understand that's tied to the land, but canceling a loans has nothing to do with the land. That's me personally, my personal loan. Yeah. What's the connection? No, Yafinam behekisha. It's hekesh. They're in the pasuk together. Once they're in together, Torah says that's it. So that's the derasha he wants to give and tell me. Okay, so what what um, Hillel did actually was really just a rabbinical thing. It wasn't a doraita. He didn't up, he didn't uh, he didn't erase uh, any psukim from the Torah. Okay, so one more time. Man says, Ah, Rabbi Omer vezed varashmita five lines of the bottom. Shemot b'shteish shmitot akatum b'naber. Hach shmita karka, hach shmita ksafim. B'zman shat b'shemet karka. When you're going to have the land. Uh, um, you know, rest fallow. So Safim, then you know you know then your loans are cancelled. So time out. If you tell me now that it's rabbinically not obligated and that, so then what do I need Prusible for at that point? It's not right. even not, right. what do I need it for? It's already not uh, no problem. You go collect your loan. It's, so he says no no Takinu Rabanan what they did was the rabbis instituted rabbinical Shemitah cancellation of loans. So we don't forget the halacha. You're technically correct. From the Torah, the loans were not canceled. But the rabbis instituted to make them cancel. Okay, rabbinically. And then he saw by that instituting that rabbinical takana of letting the loans be canceled, even though they weren't supposed to be from the Torah anymore. They were doing it, but people stopped lending now. So he says, no, no, this is a problem now. So the takana that we did is actually now causing problems. We, right? Because people are not lending. The credit is drying up in the marketplace in the sixth year. We don't want that to happen. Yeah. And therefore, Hillel came and was metaken the prusbul to override the rabbinical shmita takana. Okay? Manah says, time out. Umi ika midi lo mishamta shevi'it. Ve takinu rabbanad de tishamet. 
Okay, so you're time out now. You're telling me now, according to your explanation, because there was no uh, resting of the land fallow, really the loans were not canceled. So the rabbis instituted takana to make people cancel their debts from the Torah. The debt's not canceled, and then they instituted to cancel the debts, and then they undid it with a perusable. He says, Amar yeah, yeah, yeah. Why? Shev ve'al ta'asehu. Meaning, canceling your debt from the perspective of the of the uh, credit of the debtor, right, is just him being passive. It's him not fulfilling the mitzvah of paying back his debt. It's a mitzvah to pay back your debts. We tell, yeah, the debtor, yeah. Don't, don't pay back the debt. Just sit sit idle. So it wasn't an active transgression of the loan not being canceled. Mitzvah? It's Why a passive it transgression. The mitzvah to pay back debts, of course. Look at Ashi. If you took a loan, you don't have to pay it back. It's always an obligation to pay back your debt. Exactly. So exactly it's right. So, so it's a mitzvah to pay back your debt, but the rabbis tell you, will allow you to transgress this positive commandment by being passive. That they do. In order to over... If they see there's a reason for it over here, there was a necessary reason for it. So they'll allow that to happen. Look at Ashi. He says, Shev al-tase. He says, Ashi ve'haloveh. He's sitting idle. He's just not paying, right? He's not, he's not uh, actively doing the mitzvah to pay back his debts. He's not uprooting anything actively. He's being passive. Right. Being passive, you're allowed to, over, to transgress uh, or actually to undo a positive commandment by being passive and just not doing it. Kegon, shofar, which we don't do on Shabbat of Rosh Hashanah on the first day. Lulav, also, if the first day is Shabbat, we don't take the lulav, right? But right. from the Torah, you're supposed to do those even on Shabbat. It doesn't matter. The rabbis undid it, said, no, we're not doing it. Why? We're concerned you're going to carry in the Rishut Rabbim. Okay, with Domin, there's other ones, other examples in Yevamot, it's not actively transgressing. And therefore, over here too, it's just don't pay back your debt. Fine. And therefore, that's first explanation. First explanation is yes, here's Mitakin, the Prusbul, because the rabbis instituted rabbinical Shemitah to cancel debts. And then he saw that the people were not lending loan, lending because they, they thought it was going to be canceled, and therefore he undid it by making this yeah. prusbul. Okay, he didn't undo anything for the Torah. Good. Just, just on that point, Rabbi, I, I don't understand that the shemitah of Deoraita doesn't cancel debts. Only Yovel does. Is that what we're saying? No, he's saying yeah. only only when Yovel is active, then the shemitah will be a Deoraita shemitah that can cancel debts. So when Yovel is not active... The Shemitah, there is no Shemitah. It doesn't have the power to cancel debts. So the rabbis instituted the rabbinical takana to let it cancel debts. And that was before Hillel came... That's correct. And then he was mitakeh in the Prusbul. Correct. Then then Hillel came and undid it because the people weren't lending money. Is that how the the Pesukim read or is that how the... the, the, No, the Pesukim, according to the the B's reading of the Pasuk, right, that it says, Zed Vara Shemitah Shamot... That, that there is a cash in the pasuk between Shemitat Karka and Shemitat Ksafim. But that's only Rabbi's opinion. The Chachamim disagree, but that's Rabbi's opinion. And once they're connected together, so if there's no Shemitat Karka, there's no Shemitat Ksafim. And there's no Shemitat Karka because there's no Yovel. So if there's no Yovel, there's no Shemitat Karka. No Shemitat Karka, no Shemitat Ksafim. The rabbis instituted to let Shemitat cancel the debt, but then the people weren't lending, so Elil made a Takana Prusbul. Good? Got it. Okay. Good. Okay, good. No problem. Rava Amar, five lines at the top of the page. Rava Amar, different answer altogether. Rava says, Hefker Bedin Hayah Hefker. 
which was means this, this works even according to the opinion that the, that the Shemitah is the Oraita now. Shemitah is the Oraita, and what? And then really the loan's canceled, and the rabbis have the right to take the money out of your pocket and give it back to the lender. Hefker Beddin. Okay? Okay, the Amar Bitzhak. I'll prove to you source of this idea that Beddin has the right to take away ownership of funds from anybody they so choose. And basically that, that's what the Prus Bull do. They have the right to declare your money not yours. And once they did that, it's not yours, it's his. Finish. So that's it. This is after the loan went to the Beddin. Correct. No, that's the whole no, point. He's saying like this. He said like this. From the Torah, really, the loan is canceled. Oh, the Torah is canceled. How could Hillel undo a mitzvah in the Torah? Yeah, of course he can. Hefker beddin is hefker. This is a monetary law that you're talking about. Monetary laws, the rabbis have all control of monetary laws. They can do what they decide. If they decide the money in your bank account is not yours, it's not yours. And that's what they're doing. The, this lové, the, 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 the lové that was supposed to keep the money, the borrower was supposed to get it because they have to pay back. We tell them, no, 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 no. That money in your account, that's not yours. Give it back to this guy. And that works even on a Doraita level, according to this answer, that Hefker Bedin can override the law of Shemitah. The rabbis have the power to do that. Okay? So now, now I just need to prove to you that there is a concept called Hefker Bedin, right? That mm-hmm. Bedin has the power to declare your asset, not yours. You got to prove that to me, so, which is what we're about to do right now. Okay? How do I know that Bedin's, right, declaring promptly something onus is a valid declaration and it takes away my ownership, right? Shene'emar. Right? It's like eminent domain. They, yeah. they, it's not yours. The government comes and says, sorry, it's not yours. Right? So over here too, they come to Beti, comes and says, no, it's not yours. Okay? Pasuk. It's a little muffled. Did you move? I think you moved the phone. I don't know if it's the... No, it's probably because, uh, because some, after some amount of... Yeah. Better now? Okay, fine. Okay. Because, yeah, after, after a certain amount of time, I don't know, it's some kind of glitch in, uh, in uh, Zoom. After. Anyway, so he says, Beti Nefzeker... How do I know that there's a concept of Hefker Betin? They quote us a pasuk over here from Ezra. Okay? When they were coming back to, from, ba, from the Galut of Bavel, it says, V'chol asher lo yavo l'shloshet hayamim ke'atzat asarim v'azekenim yahoram kol rechosho v'hu yibadel mikahal agola. Ezra made a declaration. You have three days to get here. Okay? If you're not back in three days, all the assets that you have here, that you've left here in Israel, not yours. Sorry, shalom aleichem, bye-bye. We're going to collect it, and you are going to be separated from kahal ha out. Okay? Fine. And therefore what? <laughs> Ezra is the betin, he's the, he's the head of the Sanhedrin, and he's declaring people's assets, oh, this is opening the pasuk. Okay? Rabbi Eliezer, Amar, Mehacha, another source to say that hefker betin is hefker, pasuk from Yehoshua. Okay, Pasuk says as follows: Elo hanahalot, ele hanahalot, asher nahalu elazara kohen v'yoshua bin Nun v'rashe ha'avot. These are the this is when it lists the different portions of the land that were distributed to the different shvatim. It says over there these are the portions that were distributed by Elazar the kohen and Yoshua bin Nun and the rashe avot. Now rashe avot is a strange name. We usually call them rashe matot, right? Lemater uven, lemater shimon, lemater. What's what's Rashi avot? Rashi says v'chim ma inyan Rashi Rashiim etzel avot. It should have said matot. What's avot? Lomalecha, you know to teach you ma avot manchilim et benehem kol mashirtsu af Rashiim manchilim et adam kol mashirtsu. 
Okay? Just like a father has a right to yeah. gift whatever he wants to whatever any one of his children, so too the Rosh. We're assuming now he's like the head of the, like the Shofet, that's the Betin, that's the Sanhedrin. They have the right to do whatever they want, to distribute whatever they want to anybody they want. Not the tribe, not the head of the tribe. There is the head of the tribe, but why are we call him, call him an Av? He is the head of the tribe. Why are we call him, he's the head of the tribe. Why are we call him a father? So why Sanhedrin? Because he's, the, 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 the assumption is that any one of the Rashem are the father. Of course, they're on the Sanhedrin. Okay. Top, top guys. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Ibayalu, question. Well, really, this is, this is the return to Bayi You don't have the 12 tribes anymore. We don't have 12 tribes, that's true. That's right, so that's true. No, 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 but this, no, 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 this but Pasuk is Yoshua. Like it's Yoshua, the Pasuk is Yoshua. Oh, no, no, the first Pasuk was Ezra, this Pasuk is Yoshua. Yeah. Okay, okay. Fine, fine. Yeah. Question. When Hillel set up this idea of Prusbul, was it only for his generation, or is this Olam Va'ed Takana, forever? Mara says, What do I care? What's the difference? He says, To be able to cancel this takana that he set up. If you tell me he set it up for his generation, so we can cancel it if we want to. Right? A later generation... Betin doesn't have the power to undo a takana that was set up by an earlier Betin unless they are greater than, than them in number and in wisdom. Okay, Rashi. Now she says like this. Uh, What's levatule? To cancel this takana. Lehoshiv Betin. Right? This is why we're never going to get rid of Yom Tov Shinish. That's, that's, uh, that already is a minhag. Yeah, okay, fine. If the generation is kasher, what? Let's say we come to a generation where everybody is righteous, and they're, they're going to make loans in the sixth year anyway, regardless. They don't care about the canceling of the money, right? Then maybe right? If we undo the takana of Hillel and say, even if you made a prusbul, I don't care, the loan is canceled. Can we do that or not? That's the nafkamina of if he set it up only temporarily or he set it up as a le'olam va'ed scenario that this is going to be forever and ever and ever. Okay? What, so the Mara says, let's try to figure out. Mai. Okay? Tashima. Ama Shemuel lo katvinan prusbul ela bebedina disura i bebedina dinahardea. Okay? Shemuel says... We can only write Prusbul in the Beddin of Surah. That's where the Rav, Rav is the is the uh, Beddin the head, or in Nahar Da'a where Shmuel is the head. Any other Beddin sounds like you can't. Now the Isalka Da'atach Ledare Almenami Takin Bishar Beddin Anami Lichtivu. Right? If you're telling me that Hillel's Takana was forever and ever, so then really every Beddin should have the right to write a Prusbul. Why are you telling me only these two big Beddins? Mara says, no. Dilma ki takin hilel dare alma ki gon bedina dide. Ukhribi ami, ukhribi asi, de alime lafkue mamuna, avalukule alma lo. That's not a good proof. Maybe when Hilel set up the takana, he did set it up forever, but he set it up forever that it should be written in only proper bedins, not these monkey courts that they have all over in the, you know, in the deep south. Right, <laughs> so that, no real bedin that you that you then you could write maybe his takana was yes you can write prusbul forever in a valid bedin okay and therefore no proof from here. 
Tashima. Or, or the Beit of Rabbi Ami, Rabbi Asi, that their Beit is powerful enough to take money away from people, that people listen to them and people respect them. Maybe that's the type of Beit and it was a forever thing in a proper Beit No proof. Tashma, try again. The Amash Shmuel, Ha Prus Bila, Ulbina de Dayanehu. Shmuel said that this Prus Bul is an embarrassment to the judges. Okay? I Ayasher Hail Av Taline. If I had the power, I would cancel it. Says Shmuel. Shmuel saying this. This is a statement of Shmuel. Okay. Shmuel says, this prusbul is an embarrassment. If I had the power, I would cancel it. Now, what's the embarrassment? That she says, right? Alma, first back up, Ulbena Dayane, he says, Lekaman Mefaresh Lashon Chutzpah. Right? It being brazen. Shinotlin Mamun Shilokidin. Behazakah. It's like mafia. They're mafia over here. They're just taking money away from people. Who said they have the right to do this? It's an embarrassment. If I had the power, I would undo it. Now, says Mara, Avtaline, Shemuel would cancel it. Ha in Bedin Yacholeva tell the Vrebedin Havero, El in Ken Gadoli Menu Behochma Ubiminyan. Shmuel, as great as he is, cannot cancel a Takanav Hillel. He's not greater than Hillel. So what is he saying? I'll, I would cancel if I had the power. This is what he's saying. If I ever get to the status that I am more powerful than Hillel, I will cancel it. I mean, sure, Baden bottom line is saying is that there, it could be canceled technically. I don't have the power to do it. But if I did have the power, I really would. Now, okay. So that sounds like Based at least on on, on, on Hillel, that when, what, that, it, that it was reversible. It wasn't set up the olam Okay, okay. Let's see. Rav Nachman Amar Akaymena. He says Rav Nachman says no. I would I would uh, fulfill it. But I says I can Akaymena Hamekamvekai. It's already in force. What do you mean you would you would you would you would fulfill it? It's already in force. The the prusbul. We're still doing it till today. No no. This is what Rav Nachman meant. Ema Bamilta. He says, you know, what I would do, says Rav Nachman, is that even if the person didn't write a prusbul, I would make it as if a prusbul was written, which means even without a prusbul, I would allow the people to collect their debts after Shemitah. That's what Rav Nachman says. Okay? Fine. Rashi. Rashi says... Avtaline uh, Alma Rashi says Alma Lav Ledare Alma Takin. If if Shmuel saying he could cancel it, that means it wasn't set up forever. The Imken Hechimatzi Shmuel LeMemar Avtaline. How could he say it? Because the whole premise of the question was, what's the Nafkamina if it was the forever or, or not? And you told me, well, if it's forever, it can never be canceled. If Shmuel is saying I would have canceled it, it means it wasn't set up forever. Fine. Okay, and then Rav Nachman told us I would I would sustain it, right? Ema be milta. He says Oshiv betin. I would set up a betin. Says Rav Nachman the atkin the stam malvin yu kimosrin shtoratehim the betin the afalgav the lo katav the neheveke moshe katav. I would write that every document, every loan document, would be as if it automatically has an implied prusbul, like we do say in certain scenarios. If you remember, we say that achrayut is a taout sofer. Right, if the, the loan document doesn't say inside that the borrower has a lien on all his assets, right? All his all his all his real assets is a real estate. We say even if it's not in the document, it's there. Why? It's a mistake of the sofer. Mm. Okay, and it's automatically if there's a document, if it's a written loan, it's not a verbal loan, it's a written loan. This debtor 
all his assets are subject to this loan. Okay, even if it's not written in the document. Same thing here. Rav Nachman would say the same thing. He would say, I would, I would institute that even if the document doesn't say that it's going to be subject to the laws of Prusbul, I would say it's automatically included and nobody's loan will ever be canceled. That's what Rav Nachman would say. Okay, fine. Fine. So bottom line is we got the answer that it was not set up forever. Okay. Ibayalu. Question now. When you told me Hayul Bina, this you told me uh, embarrassment of the judges, which is the word I used, it's Lishna de Chutzpahu or Lishna de Nihutahu. Tell me what the word itself, the word Ulbina means. Look at Ashi. Ashi says Lishna de Nihuta, meaning Lo Asau Ela Lenahata Dayanim. Okay, so first explanation, Nihuta means it's for the benefit of the judges. It's easier for them. Why? So they don't have to go out of their way. Everyone's going to run to the judge in the sixth year to force to try to help to collect the debt, collect the debt, collect the debt, drive me crazy. Leave me alone. It's not hot. I'll make it. I'll make it a scenario where I don't. You don't have to pressure me. Just don't worry. You can collect it next year. You can collect the year after. You can collect the year after. Does that what it means? Nihuta milashon nachat or nihuta milashon nachat. Which is the way I explained it before. It's an embarrassment, right? So the man wants to know, define this word ulbina. So here we go. So the man says, Tashima, the Amar Ula, Aluva Kalash Zinta Bekerev Hupata. Okay? So he says, you see the word over here is used as Aluva. And he says, How embarrassing is it for a Kala that had Zenut? Right near the chupa. This is the pasuk referencing Am Yisrael doing Abu Dazara oh, wow. and Har Sinai. So that's the pasuk. It's not a pasuk, but it's. I mean, right. the, the Har Sinai was the wedding, and they did Abu Dazara at the wedding, right? That's the the kala having zinut at the at the wedding, okay? So and then we we'll use the word aluva, which means it's a chutzpah, it's an embarrassment. Fine, fine. Amar um, What's the pasuk that talks about this? This is it. Right? When the king was at the party, Nerd is the perfume, the smell of the perfume went away. Right? That's B'nai Sel sitting on Hatsinai. Even still, Hashem still loves us. Why? Because the pasuk says that the smell left. It didn't say that it smelled spoiled or smelled rotten. So yes, the good smell went away, but the bad smell didn't come. So at least, even though you're right, it's not good, of course not good, but it's milamed zechut on Am Yisrael. Tanah Banan, one more, we'll finish up with this last statement. The famous one, we've learned it many times. It's in a lot of places in uh, Shas. Let's see how many places we got over here. Gam uh, Zesham, which is uh, in Shabbat. And in Yoma, and it's the other, and now, and now in Gitin. Those that are embarrassed and don't embarrass others. They hear bad things said about them. They don't answer back. Right? They follow the mitzvot from love. They're happy when they're having some little bit of suffering. They know it's cleaning up their sins. About them, the Pasuk says, Those that love Hashem. Okay? Like the sun coming out in its full strength. Okay? Because what's the connection over here? The sun was the one that heard the, the moon talking, oh, two me'orot gedolim. Right? And the sun was the one that didn't say anything. It was silent. 
And then the sun was the one that came out full and the moon was the one that was punished. So Ketzet HaShemesh Begvurato, that is coming out with full force, the person who hears things bad about them and don't answer back, I like the sun. Adkan Baruch Adonai Le'olam. Amen, amen. See you guys tomorrow. Have a great day.